0: Hi, this is Dr. Jane Battenberg, author of Change Within, Change the World. In this weekly podcast, I interview changemakers who are at the cutting edge of new thought and consciousness awareness. Join me as we change within and change the world together. Our guest for today is Dr. Shivana King to talk about spirituality and paranormal experiences. Giovanna, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Jane. It's very good to be here.
0: I'd like to share a little bit with listeners about your varied background, but I think maybe you should start. You started um, when you were 18 years old. You were going to become an MD, right?
1: Well, I had the idea that I knew I'd go into medicine, but once I started working in the hospital, I believed I wanted to be an MD. That is correct.
0: So tell us about, when you were 18 years old, you started working in a hospital?
1: Yes, absolutely. I was very fortunate. I was in my human anatomy class in my first year of college, and someone came from a large hospital nearby asking if anyone wanted to observe an autopsy. And my hand shot up in the air first, quicker than anyone else. And so they actually had me leave class right then and I went to the hospital, and there wasn't just one autopsy. I began assisting them, and we did three autopsies in a row, which took us four and a half to five hours all total. At the end of that, they offered me a job as their assistant, three pathologists. Wow.
0: And so you worked there, what, over a year, a year and a half?
1: Oh, no. I worked there a little over five years, almost five and a half years. The entire time I was in college, I worked part-time and then for a year and a half full-time. In that full-time period, obviously, I had a lot of experience. I did over 500 autopsies. And I had an experience where a friend of mine was one of the people that was deceased, and I did not know that. I rolled the body out of the cooler in the autopsy room. And when I took the sheet off to my great shock, it was a friend of mine and he had been hit and killed. He was riding a motorcycle and a truck and he collided and he died. So there I was looking at this friend of previous friend of mine who was now on the autopsy table dead. And I had to make a decision, could I do the autopsy? And I said, yes. I will do it. I have to be strong. So I had an incredible experience while we were doing the pathologist and I were doing the autopsy, and I had a wonderful experience where he came to me during that time frame. The person uh, that, while I was the person that was deceased do right? the autopsy. Yes, the the this man I knew who was now deceased who was on the table we were working on. He came to me and he said, "Do not." feel so sad or worry. I am in a beautiful space and I have taken consciousness with me and please don't, don't be sorry for me. I am better than ever. I'm pleased, Shivana, not to worry. And so it just made a big difference to me. I was able to finish the autopsy without tears in my eyes and I felt very connected to something extraordinary and beautiful. Wow. That changed my life. <laughs> uh, that's when I, I started thinking that I wanted to go into holistic medicine uh, rather than become an MD because at that point I realized I could incorporate spirituality and expand the way I have my own practice and help people through a medium that was truly beautiful now. So I was on a journey for holistic health care.
0: So you started your career steeped in the sciences, and then you did a right turn and you became a chiropractor, a naturopath, an acupuncturist.
1: Well, what I did is I was a, a chiropractor, an acupuncturist. I, I expanded my process of working on patients in my clinic, or I did laser therapy, combined with the acupuncture, Reiki, sound therapy, sounding therapy, which is quite incredible, very healing. And I just chose some naturopathic ways. But I was a licensed chiropractor, a licensed acupuncturist, and I brought a massage therapist into my clinic. The work was truly extraordinary. It changed my life to have my own clinic and work this way. And a deep spirituality and a higher consciousness came into all my work which is what prepared me and gave me a very sound footing to do the phone sessions. I now do, I've been 18, 19 years now doing sessions over the phone since I sold my clinic. So I feel very fortunate I've been able to live out my dream and continue to have my own rising consciousness experience.
0: And you have phone sessions with people all over the world, right?
1: Yes, in certain areas, yes. Outside the United States, uh, South Africa, Austria was one. Quite a few clients over the years from Canada, and then, of course, coast to coast in the U.S.
0: So back, way back, you had an experience with the Monroe Institute. Do you want to talk about that? That sort of lays the ground. Oh, yeah, briefly. That lays the ground. Yeah,
1: because Jane, that that was quite a while ago, and it was another thing that opened me up and prepared me for the year, work that, that I've been doing for 20 to 30 years now. And um, yes, the Monroe Institute is a wonderful institute and very, very well-trained people. I went to a seminar for the weekend, and we were, the people that were in the seminar, we were led by the person from Monroe Institute to close our eyes and he took us on a little journey. It, he darkened the room a little bit, you know, took the, the the lighting down. And then when he asked us what we were experiencing, I noticed right away what I was experiencing. It was as though I had stepped outside my body. Now, we're lying on the floor, okay? Each one of us with a pillow under our head and a long row. And I... I st- I, I somehow I just came out of my body and I looked down at myself and myself that was lying on the floor there was suddenly a very very old Shavana. I had aged into my mid to late eighties, and I was very wrinkled and I was old. And I all of a sudden when I saw myself there, I had such love and compassion. For this person called me on the floor, I reached out with my fingertips and I ran my hand all the way slowly down the face of the body that was on the floor. And I, uh, there was so much love. I couldn't believe it. I, I, I can't hardly describe how touching just the wrinkles in her face was like just so deep and so beautiful and such a, A loving space. And then before I knew it, boom, I was back on the floor and it was me. And he turned the lights up and he said, So, would anyone like to talk about what kind of experience they had? Well, I didn't raise my hand. I was still adjusting to what had happened. But there were other people that spoke to things, a couple of them similar, a couple not. But the main thing was that really changed my life, my thoughts, my consciousness around the third dimension and the density of the body or all the things that are in the third dimension, including polarity. Anyway, that helped move me forward, Jane.
0: So uh, did it also change your um, thoughts about dying, about death, about the finality? Oh, of course. Yes. The finality
1: of death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, it did. It, well, the thing that it gave me most of all was this incredible space of love, because the person that I saw that was me on the floor, I i don't know if they were supposed to be dead or just dying. But the point was, there was nothing there about what we think of as death today. It was as beautiful and full of love and almost breathtaking miracles as anyone can imagine. And it just gave me a very solid foundation of believing in so much more than what we ordinarily might think of. And it took away the fear. It filled me up with love and took away the fear.
0: And you just had an experience recently. You were in the hospital for five days? Yeah, almost
1: about? five days I was there. That was just this year, in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that? That's right. Oh, I can, I can share that with you now, and, and you won't be so surprised now that I told you about the Monroe experience but it was wonderful. Um, I'm in the hospital and I was getting the best care you can't imagine. I I had no idea I could be so well taken care of. And one day I had an OBE. There's no doubt about it. It was an out-of-body experience. And I just sort of lifted up just a little bit above my body. And I'm standing in this beautiful place. It's almost hard to describe because some of the colors are like colors I've never seen before. But I saw these images. I think they were people I knew that were walking out there, but they weren't in a solid body. They were in an outline glowing with color. But I knew they were people and a couple I recognized, I thought. But the most important thing was, is I just stretched my arms out and I just felt so much love and so much beauty that I can't even express it that well because it's, quite frankly, Jane, it's out of this world. (laughs) And I knew right then that that was the most beautiful place, and that's where people basically, as far as I know, everyone transitions into that place. My background in healing and helping people has inspired me And I believe all the things that I was blessed to be connected with to help other people really came to this beautiful place. Me being in the hospital, now I was being helped in the best way I could be helped. And that was by being shown what the transition of dropping the heaviness of the body in the third dimension and bringing us into this place of peace joy, incredible love, and incredible beauty. That's all I can say. I, that, that was my experience of an OBE. Then before I knew it, just in a second, I was back in my body there in the hospital. Mm.
0: So when you have clients on the phone, what kinds of clients do you have that, that this these kinds of experiences have helped shape?
1: Well, you know, I've had just about every kind of... We call them clients now because even as a doctor, I... I consider patience a name for when I'm present. But the clients are over the phone, but it's no different. I still continue healing work. And I have just about every imaginable situation over these 18 or 19 years of people calling me. So um, there are quite a few that call, or at least a significant number, I should put it that way. And they're wanting to connect with someone who has passed, maybe a family member or a very close friend. So I do get those calls. And when that happens, this is all done by invitation. And I say that because every single session I do on the phone, I open it the same way. And it's what absolutely creates a different vibration for me and the person on the phone, if they allow it. We go to what I call super consciousness. Or the place of collective reality. It's truly a higher consciousness. That's the place where if we invite the person who's deceased to come into the session, they have an option to come in or not. And so it's always up to the person who has passed whether they want to show up and join in the session. I would say three quarters of the time, definitely the majority of the time, the person shows up almost more than three quarters. So we, we do treat that person with super consciousness. We're having a conversation with them, just like you and I are right now. And it doesn't last very long because the client knows they should have a poignant question or two. And once that's answered, the person just, just like they came in, they sort of go away. And it's really quite beautiful. But there are many other reasons people call also, many reasons. For their health purposes, for a family member they're worried about, someone who's just totally confused and lost their way, or Mm -hmm. sometimes people are in a state of despair and they just need to share with someone and ask for help. So just about everything you can imagine has come across the phone as far as clients that call me it's it's always got something to do with people taking their own power in their life and realizing who they are people coming in touch with themselves opening their hearts um, letting down barriers stepping into greater awareness raising their own consciousness all these things go on during the session most every session
0: Let's just insert how, the, if someone wanted to have a session with you, do they call you or go on your website or what?
1: It's really either. Uh, they can go to my website if they want to read a little bit more about what we've talked about. And the website is just found through my name, which is shavanaking.com, And Shavana is spelled with a C. So it's C-H-A-V-A-N-N-A-K-I-N-G. And that leads them to my website where they can find a landline phone number and a cell phone. I always work on the landline, Jane, because I get better reception. And I can give you that phone number and people can just call me from this podcast if they choose. Okay. The number is area code 303-973-8003. So I was just going to say I do have a recording when I'm not home. They can leave a message and I always get back to them. However, if I'm in session, sometimes the phone just keeps ringing and doesn't pick up. But people that call that number generally reach me directly, okay?
0: Great. And so let's go back to what people might use you for. People even uh, try to find lost pets or maybe an animal has a peculiar quirk or, or something, and you can actually talk
1: to the pet, right? Oh, yes, yes. Anything that's living, quite frankly. Pets, especially pets, because pets have gained such consciousness, we don't even realize how much, just by living with us and being loved by us and cared by it, for by us. So pets are pretty easy to communicate with, so we certainly don't exclude them. It's a wonderful thing to work, and whether it's a cat or a dog or if it's a chipmunk or a bird, there is consciousness there to whatever degree is necessary to communicate with them when you open with love. That's the key. I always open communication with a pet, an animal, with love. And then they're available.
0: If anyone wanted to do this, to open to these experiences themselves, do you have any suggestions?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, The first thing is let down the barriers that are generally instilled in us Early in life, and sometimes we go on doing it the rest of our lives, but let down the barriers of the third dimension. The third dimension has so much limitation to it, and we are so much more than that. And quite frankly, so is every living thing. That's why the planet Earth is so precious in a spiritual sense, because whether it's the garden you've planted, the kitty cat you brought home, the man you married, or yourself, hello, number one is you. The most important thing you can do is is recognize the truth of who you are, love yourself, and then stand in the power of unlimited compassion and communication. Wow, that's
0: that's very um, heartwarming. It makes me feel not alone in the universe.
1: We're, we're certainly not alone at all. And it goes on and on long after the limitations of third dimension and the heaviness and the polarity here. Long after we ascend above and beyond, it it gets better and better and it's wonderful.
0: Do you get um, messages from departed friends
1: or relatives? Oh, yeah. Family members who have passed, close friends and it goes on for quite a while as a rule and then once in a while it goes on for a while and then i don't hear from them directly but i get a message that they have moved on dimensionality has called them and whatever that means um i accept that but then to my surprise they'll sometimes communicate from a little different space in a different way so yes the answer is yes jane i do get communications and sometimes Most of the time, it just comes in a flash, and I'll get a one-liner or three or four words from them or a smile even, and they show me their very best visage that I knew of them. And also, once in a while, there'll be something that happens, like I'll look at a painting that someone gave me, and all of a sudden, instead of just being lost in the painting, I'm lost in the love and the communication with them. And I realize they're accessible all the time. It's wonderful. Do you actually see them? Yes, but usually what they show me, because they there's so much more power where they exist there now in the truth of who they really are, an expanded awareness, higher consciousness, just in extreme uh, full of spirituality that brings miracles you can hardly believe. So what they'll often do is show me their visage at their favorite the way they look themselves, the favorite look they had. It might be 30 years old, 32, it could be 22. They show me their best looking self. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Which always cracks me up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, and I just get the message for a moment, Jane. It's just a flash. Every, all, that's always just a flash. But the feelings afterward last.
0: Mm. I had an experience with my father when he um, passed. I went to the um, mortuary to say my last goodbyes, and I was sort of pouring my heart out. I was all alone in this mortuary. It was a huge storm outside, and the lights went out. And it was pitch black, and I was so scared. And then I thought, because I had been talking to my dad, and I said, so, Dad, if you can hear me, give me a sign. Nothing happened. And then I said it again, and the lights went out. So I remembered that what I'd said and I kind of grinned weakly and said, okay, okay, thank you. And the lights came back on. And I'm just sure that my (laughs) dad's sense of humor was coming through. And then later that night when hundreds of people were outside waiting to do the viewing, um, the lights had gone out again. And um, I went up to the casket and I said, dad, if you don't want these people to be seeing you like this, you better get those lights back on. Well, right as they opened the door, the lights came on, so.
1: <laughs> well, you did it, Jane. You were communicating, and he was responding, and, you know, I don't want people to be disappointed if they try communicating with someone who's passed and they don't get a response right away. You know, this is a two-way communication here, between here and there. And we have to sort of prep ourselves. And remember what I said earlier about dropping the barriers and the blocks that we carry with ourselves through years of believing in such limitation Um, or even just punishing ourselves and not opening our heart or limiting our lifestyle because we're in anxiety and grief and disappointment. We have to start living from the heart and believe in the larger, truer self. And when you do that, then the kind of communication you have with your dad, and I have now with many of my closest deceased, it will be available to you. And you don't have to sit in expectation. You just have to smile, believe, and accept whatever comes, and then do it again and again and again.
0: So it might come in words or pictures or feelings. It doesn't have to be, it can be just like a nuance.
1: Absolutely. Right? Mm. That, that, that's absolutely correct. It can even um, come through directing you to something that causes you to go, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what my sister always did. Oh, my gosh, it's, it's the same numbers she used on her something or another. You see, so... It can show up in various ways. That's why the, the importance of taking down our own barriers, dissolving our limitations and believing in the truth of who we are is so important. It opens up doorways. It takes us to the higher truth before we have the blessed experience of dropping the heaviness of the third dimension and going into the love and unlimited possibilities of the future, which is our sharing of the reality of collective consciousness. We mm-hmm. don't go away. We come. We become so much more.
0: Wow. So in the last few minutes we've got, is there anything else that you'd like to tell the listeners?
1: Just that I send them, and, and one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast with you, is, is for everyone to think about what it would mean to stand in the real truth of who they are and to open their hearts and expand their awareness and go through things like forgiveness, compassion, spirituality, or at least the guidance of your life purpose. Try it. It's, it's, it, it's the very most powerful thing you can do for healing and opening yourself to the truth of who you are.
0: Mm, thank you. So if people want to get a hold of you, they go to your website, shavannaking.com, C-H-A-V-A-N-N-A-K-I-N-G, or they can call you on, what's your phone number?
1: 303-973-8003. And that is my landline where I do all sessions. You will find my cell phone also on my website, and if for any reason you prefer to send me a text message, I do texting on my cell phone. Most people call me directly.
0: Okay, well, thank you very much, Shivana King, for being with us today to talk about spirituality and paranormal experiences. So you don't miss any of our shows, make sure you subscribe to podcast.changewithin.com or click the subscribe button below. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Jane Battenberg.